me your ears. <laughs> this nation will rise up. Welcome to the Elemental Health Podcast. Um, today's episode is uh, another corker and, and a great conversation with uh, one of the most humble uh, guys I've had on the show to date for sure, um, but he's got an incredible track record. Um, we are going to jump straight in with uh, Yusuf Nabi. Um, and he, he's got so many accolades, I just don't know where to start. Um, he ranks number one overall black belt athlete um, uh, 2017 in the UK, four times British Open gold medalist, uh, Polaris Pro veteran, um, checkmat team rep. Um, it goes on and on and on. This guy falls over himself to compete all the time and compete at the top level, and he constantly comes away with uh, medals and, and more often than not the golds. Um, it's phenomenal that the, the kind of the intensity and the level that he's at and the and consistency that he applies to his um, to his training and, and to his art. This is a sport that I'm brand new to and just uh, just starting to dip my toe into and I think what's what's great about this interview it kind of pulls out um, or we certainly attempt to pull out uh, the lessons that, that can transpose into all areas of life uh, from jiu-jitsu and it's amazing how many synergies they are there are to um, to all the other aspects that I'm always talking about and, and some of my other guests are talking about in terms of mindfulness and it's really the psychology of the sport that attracted me to it and, and that I just can continue to find fascinating. Um, and it also synergizes with my, my true belief around the learning mind. Um, and, and we touch on that as well. So without further ado, guys, let's jump in. Yusuf, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Elemental Health Podcast. Um, really been looking forward to getting you on the show and having a chat about everything um and as the audience has already found out in the introduction so we, we you know we met through your jiu-jitsu school um which i'm now a member of and you know desperately trying to sort of um find my way um in that environment um which is completely new to me so i've never done any any sort of um, groundwork grappling or anything like that um and absolutely loving it and um and something that I'm sure we'll get onto because I think it's really interesting, and I want to get your viewpoint is, is uh, is that that beginner mindset, and and that's what I'm really enjoying is being that sort of I've, I've heard expression actually what fits perfectly with jujitsu is, is the white belt mentality, mm-hmm. um, always wanting to learn um, and always wanting to to try new things. So for me, I'm really enjoying that experience um, in the incredible environment that you've created um, down at Elements. Um, yeah, so welcome, and um, we'll dive straight into your kind of your 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 story, really, and how you how you found jujitsu and how you got to um, the, the dizzy heights that you're at now. Because every time I, I jump on social media, you're you're winning another comp um, or, or you're running a comp, um, and it's phenomenal. So um, it's great to see now. I know you to see um, see that um, come up on, on on my social media and try and understand. Um, I'd like to try and understand kind of, you know, how you've got to the level you're at and and how you keep that consistency in your training and um, how you find the competition stage as well and and navigate that. Because it seems certainly seems to me um, as a kind of an outsider is that you're doing a lot of competitions and you've been really successful. So I know my audience would love to unpick that. So we'll we'll get to that. But uh, maybe just start with kind of a a kind of roundup how you got into jiu-jitsu. Um, and then you, how you kind of created, um, how you, you got through the ranks and created um, the, the Elements Gym, Elements Martial Arts. All right. First of all, thanks for having me on. Um, so kind of like stumbled upon it many years ago. Um, a very similar story from, um, from what I've been told by other people around the same kind of time. Um, exposed to the UFC, very early UFCs and Hoist Gracie. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who aren't aware of uh, Hoist Gracie, he's one of the, um, one of the pioneers of mixed martial arts. Uh, watched a grainy video of him with one of my cousins and, uh, and uh, immediately was in awe of this skinny guy who was able to kind of like completely control uh, guys who you would expect to completely dominate him. Um, so using groundwork and uh, that was yeah that was kind of like when I was roughly about 12 13 but it always stayed in the back of my mind Um, I was always interested in martial arts but I never really kind of like I wasn't really the sporty type 
um, and had had two left feet, couldn't play football, couldn't really, couldn't really kind of like kind of get my you know get into the groove of any uh, any school activity, any sport activities or anything like that. Um, but um, later on, realised that I needed to do something physical. Um, this was when I was probably early twenties, twenty one, twenty two. Uh, tried a few things out, joined the gym for a bit, hated everything. Couldn't stand any of it. Didn't like running on a treadmill. Uh, pro- probably something completely different to what your what your viewers are, you know, uh, are like. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I wasn't the sporty type at all. Um, but um, but yeah, I kind of like um, I remember these um, these grainy videos and uh, and I thought, well, look, let let me just try it. I like lo- I like lo- I love I like the look of it. Um, thought, well, look, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, went to my first class. Um, which uh, which was at the time in Peacehaven, and um, the first class I went to, my uh, one of the guys who I was training with managed to dislocate his shoulder. Uh, called the ambulance, took him away, <laughs> and I thought I cannot do this. I can't can't afford to you know I can't afford to get injured because yep. of my work at the time, uh, and didn't do it for another three months. Um, had a chat with somebody um, and they they kind of like persuaded me to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So that, so that was mixed martial arts. Mm. So there was a mixed martial arts school over in Peacehaven at the time run by a guy called Sol Gilbert, which uh, a lot of the local local Brighton community would know. Uh, he used to run a club called ZT Fight School and now is a part of um, the underground gym. Ah, okay. So he's one of the one of the main guys at the underground and um uh, and and yeah so uh somebody persuaded me to try uh brazilian jiu jitsu i didn't even know that brazilian jiu jitsu was what hoist gracie was doing at the time mm-hmm. um but i went to this class and um and i tell you what made me stick to it um it was the first time somebody paid a compliment to uh to what i was doing and um it kind of like it really stuck in my head and it really felt like oh maybe maybe i can actually be half competent at something uh, and uh, yeah, immediately like fell in love with it, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. Um, and this this was this was back when sort of BJJ hadn't landed as such. I mean, now we've seen a massive explosion, aren't we? Of kind yeah. of people getting into it. People like myself in. The, oh, no, I'm just doing forty. I'm getting into it. And um, yeah, so this was kind of before before it was more it, before it was so mainstream. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. So around that time, um, it was it was even difficult to explain people to people what we did. Yeah. Um, uh, we'd we'd have to kind of like uh, link it to like judo. Yeah. Or or wrestling. Yeah. You know, and then people make the mistake of thinking where you know we were doing like professional like you know pro like WWF style wrestling. <laughs> so so yeah it was difficult a lot a lot easier to explain to people nowadays there's so many celebrities there's mm. so many people like you know it's it's really it really is in the forefront of yeah. uh, martial arts and uh sports in general you know everybody seems to know about it nowadays yeah yeah, yeah. cool so that that was your kind of your your you getting into it and I, I think it's really interesting that you weren't that sporty but but you're attracted to 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 jiu-jitsu yeah. um and then you've pursued it as well so and, and i think I, I i i disagree with what you said i think there's lots of people out there certainly um a lot of the guys that i coach and train they uh, you know and i think there's a problem with um how some sports and and, and uh, fitness is is promoted through the education system and it and um to adults as well um and people are sort of shying shying away and we had a bit of a chat um sort of off 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 air about kind of some of the problems and yeah i think the, the people there are a lot of people out there that don't don't like the conventional way of doing things and, and and don't really fit into the mold maybe didn't do loads of sports at school and and it sounds that was similar to you really and yeah. you kind of you were looking for something else and and then you, you kind of happened upon this so yeah. that's really interesting and i think that's there's a connection there with with uh, lo- lots of people um yeah. I, I think i think a lot of people are made to feel quite uncomfortable as well uh within like you know uh, certain sp- sporting kind of like um, situations like you know club sports not so much in adulthood but I think it's still around there I mean it's even like in the case of kind of walking into a lot of gyms mm-hmm. and uh, feeling uh, a little bit intimidated by uh, uh, you know other gym members and uh, you know I think there is kind of like that mentality within all different sporting yeah situations i think yes i think yeah for sure the the competitiveness has got a real 
uh, there's a real detriment to to that way of doing things mm. and i think yeah i couldn't agree more and that's mm. part, part of my mission is to try and get people engaged more in, in their health and mm. and and finding their own way to, to to health and fitness and i think and that is exactly linked to kind of the stuff that you're talking about and you're doing because um it attracts people that wouldn't necessarily go to a gym but they're still doing great sort of movement and they're mm. still kind of getting uh, getting active yeah and, and having a you know and promoting a healthy life so that's yeah. and that's why i wanted you on the show really because it, it, it there are huge synergies and mm. and it, it's it's a completely different way and like you say it attracts different type of people and i, I noticed that as soon as i came into your gym it mm. um I, I didn't like to call it a gym on it what do you call it uh, we call it a gym, we call it a gym <laughs> but gym, but it yeah. doesn't feel like a yeah, yeah i know and, you and mean, it attracts yeah. and it attracts um a, a, a really eclectic mix yeah. probably the only word i can use is of people and, and people that perhaps wouldn't go to gym like yeah. a classic gym or you know go and work quote unquote workout or anything yeah. like that so it's it's great from that perspective um i was really mindful of that as well like when we were trying to develop uh, develop the gym and uh, you know we, we needed we needed to make it as inclusive as as possible not only for from a business perspective but also for the fact that we wanted to make sure that everybody had a chance to experience what we had to offer you know we try and keep a competitive element to the gym we have a lot of people who do compete and, and are quite successful but we mm-hmm. also have people from you know uh, from situations where like you say would norm not normally kind of like participate in 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 a sport like this mm. um just for the fact that we are you know we try and open it up to everybody mm. we try and make sure that everybody is welcome and and feel like everybody is able to train so, yeah yeah and that's and that goes back to and that's very obvious when we when you step foot in, yeah. in your establishment and that's you know credit to you credit to your team as well um and that that brings me on to a question i had um around kind of um the the logo and and the, the your your sort of tagline that as well so um who, who thought that up and what can you if you want to explain that that process as well because i think that's that's exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah so that uh so the po- the the big flag that we've got at the gym we are all one yeah that comes from a uh, a well-known mixed martial artist uh, in the name of genki sudo and uh, he uh, he used to hold that flag up um uh, after he'd uh, won a fight uh, and, and i think it really helped to to kind of like um uh, it, it kind of like it just ended up like gluing into the whole ethos of the gym and yeah. uh, it's funny really it was like it, it kind of started off as a t-shirt design and uh, we were trying to think of a like a cool t-shirt design to have uh, something that we can incorporate our own logo to and, and have a uh, you know some kind of tagline that kind of like help you know kind of create the ethos of the gym mm-hmm. and uh, and then we just kind of like you know that came up and we ran with it yeah, yeah. And, and it helped to fit in really well with what you know what, what we um, you know what we wanted to achieve so yeah i think yeah. it's brilliant and it's it's that's that clear messaging and, yeah and it yeah. Gives, gives 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 it incorporates exactly what you're talking about yeah. um yeah. for sure for sure brilliant um and before we dive in kind of the nitty-gritty of 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 um jiu-jitsu and 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 how that can incorporate loads of aspects of, of, of health and, and movement sure. um i'm just intrigued that the, the story that you you were talking about so you your sort of um rise through the ranks and then creating your own and starting instructing um so you you, you were saying that you 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 got into that relatively early and you were sort of thrown in at the deep end and i, I just wanted you to, to kind of go through that and just to touch on how you became uh, an instructor effectively and how you you sort of um, pursued it beyond what I think most people would or do yeah. they sort of get to a certain level and, and it becomes a bit more of a hobby but yeah. then you kind of went all the way yeah 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 I think that's a lot to do with my kind of like obsessive nature but yeah uh, you know and and like I say a lot of the time that wouldn't have kind of like directed towards sports but you know I just stumbled through jiu-jitsu um, uh, and uh, and yeah so when I started training jiu-jitsu um, uh, we uh, there was like a probably less than a dozen of us training at the time um and uh, my instructor um like after a couple of years of teaching us uh decided to move back to brazil uh, so he was a brown belt at the time uh, so you know quite a, a very experienced compared to the level of jiu-jitsu in, in the uk mm-hmm. um so at the time there was no black belts in the uk so that just goes to show how how kind of like young yeah. the, the sport is mm. um and um and and yeah so he he moved moved back and um 
myself and uh, one of my friends who who's also teaching at the gym now kim uh we we were kind of like relatively new uh students we you know we, we just got our first grade which is a blue belt and uh we were kind of left in the lurch and we had to kind of figure out whether we should carry on doing this or not and we both loved doing it so we thought well we'll take it upon ourselves to start teaching even though we had no idea what to teach <laughs> um but uh but yeah it was it was a it was a it was a massive learning curve and uh, as as we spoke about already mm. it's 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 something that i really thrive in i i love I love to kind of like just do things completely randomly and uh, you know and unplanned and uh, you know this the whole the whole kind of like jujitsu journey for me has been pretty much that it's like li- literally winging it all the way through but finding my way through yeah cool so yeah that's yeah that's that. I mean no, I think there's there's a lot to be said for that yeah. um, approach there really is um, I think there's there's so many people out there and, and uh, you know we we so measured in what we do and, and we you know we're looking for the next course or the next ticket or next qualification to, to get us to where we want to go but sometimes you know the best approach is just to jump in and, yeah. and kind of you know almost sink or swim uh, baptism of fire whatever they, the cliche is but i think Definitely. it works uh yeah i mean i've never i've never been a perfectionist i don't really understand the whole kind of perfectionism thing i like for me personally uh, i believe if you if you really love doing what you're doing eventually you'll get to be as good as you want to be you know mm. what i mean and you know and constantly thriving to move on to the next step is something that kind of helps me to develop as a person as well so yeah yeah, yeah. well that's yeah i couldn't yeah i couldn't agree more it's that yeah. it's constantly wanting to grow and develop isn't it that actually it's embracing the journey yeah. as opposed to kind of the outcome yeah. and out, I think it's so easy to get outcome orientated and think well I just want to get to this next step or yeah. that's kind of almost uh, an antithesis to, to where you are now and yeah. the journey moving forward yeah. and, and that, that transposes to every aspect of life really Definitely. doesn't it yeah, yeah goals are important but they've got to be you know incremental and uh, and you know you've got to be able to be able to know that it's achievable as well otherwise mm. if you kind of if you're looking at the end goal then it's so far ahead that you know that it's hard to kind of plan for it yeah i i for me personally anyway yeah you know, no I, I, I think others, yeah i think i mean you, you've now got a wealth of experience in in coaching instructing and 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 I, I dare say beyond that, I don't know if you scratch the surface, I'm sure you have in your own mind around um, developing, helping people to develop. You know, there's so many um, layers to that process and, and understanding where people are and where they want to move through and, and to mm-hmm. um, that goes beyond jujitsu, beyond kind of what you're um, doing on the surface of it, for yeah. sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we, we spend our life in process. So if you're not you know if you're constantly thinking about what's at the end of the process you're, you're probably not going to enjoy that process yeah, um and th- therefore you're not you're not getting the most out of your life really you're not you know and that's it's yeah. always worth thinking about totally I think. yeah it's like you already mentioned like um the you know being a white belt and and how refreshing it is i mean you know jiu-jitsu is like that for me personally uh, jiu-jitsu is like that all the way through you know even at black belt you're constantly a white belt you're constantly learning new things you're constantly developing yeah and again it's a bit cliche but that is what it is you yeah. know it really is yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. It, yes and and that's you know we have these conversations and 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 you know you, the cliches always come out and the, the you know the, the edicts but that you know they're there for a reason i think and they, they it, it's just it, it is what it is yeah. it really is yeah. um so uh moving forward then so how how did you get it sort of into the because i know people are into i'm certainly interested in the kind of competition side of things and and how that progressed and obviously you you were around in the early days when there was no black belts i wasn't aware of that. there's no black belts in the uk which yeah. is fascinating yeah. g- given where we are now no uk based black belts so yes. there's a few brazilians yeah. that yeah. are around yeah. like yeah. in the bigger cities yeah. but yeah, yeah no uk based black interesting belts, yeah. so yeah. um how, how how and when and and what was the process for you going through to kind of competition standard competition level and, mm. and taking part so I always knew it was important to to be able to test yourself uh, and obviously we we test ourselves on a daily basis at the gym but there's nothing different to actually going out there and and competing against some uh, you know somebody you don't know you know somebody who actually wants to kick your ass as well <laughs> um so so it was uh, it was always something that I was interested in and and I kind of pushed like my colleagues quite early on um you know to to come to competitions with me um you know to varying success some some did some didn't you know some some came to a couple of comps and then dropped off 
Um, but I was always really interested in competition, and uh, I, I actually like weirdly, even though I, you know. I was quite fearful of it. I, I actually quite enjoyed the fear as well, mm. um, overcoming that fear. And um, and I, um, uh, I I think the time when I really started picking up with uh, competition was when uh, we were we were teaching. So myself and my former business partner were both teaching um, um, uh, full time at the at the academy. And um, I wanted to try and motivate the students. I wanted to try and motivate the guys to actually come to competition. I thought, well, if I'm going to try and motivate them to compete, I need to try and compete myself. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, even though I was quite fearful of, uh, of of competing, I knew that I had to go out there and do it. And not only do it, but do well at it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't expect them to. Yeah. Uh, and that was my main motivation to compete quite early on. And eventually that kind of like started to move into other areas but yeah that was that was my main first focus yeah and you obviously found a passion for it as well yeah definitely I still I still poo my pants whenever I compete but yeah like it's there is still that fear but but 100% I, st- I still love it I love uh, I love winning you know medals I love winning competitions you know um, uh, I, I, I also love uh, losing as well because losing allows you to come back to the gym and work harder for you know to yeah. to achieve you know the next the next win so yeah, yeah. wow yeah so it's always interesting because you, you you it sounds like you you kind of put yourself in a position where you had to compete to try and help others to go and hit, and hit that platform yeah um, again it's throwing yourself in at the yeah. deep end and you know and winging it or, yeah, you know yeah, winging yeah. it through and you know saying well look maybe if i do this then this will help them to do do better and you know and you know like i say it was all it was about me growing the club and you know offering it to more people and allowing it to create access for other people to enjoy the art so mm. you know i just thought of this as one of those things to, to help to develop it yeah yeah cool so, um, yes, and and now a big part of your business is um, the kids' classes. Yes. So, and and that's uh, that's uh, a, a, a something I want to touch on because uh, how did that? I'm interested in how it came about, but also um, what you see the benefits are for uh, kids training jujitsu and uh, yeah, what what transposable, transferable um, stuff is going on in that space. Um, okay. that you might have thought before or you might have not thought about and is developing. Right, okay. So so we started teaching the kids' classes quite early on, actually, prior to us moving into our full-time premises. And the main reasons for the kids' classes were my own kids, actually. So they were both uh, uh, like four four and five at the time, so daughter, daughter and son. Um, and uh, we had a few, few, few other students who had kids as well. So uh, so that was like um, like the start. Of so it's organic classes. really very organic yeah. and, and to be honest it's kind of been organic all the way through we try not to kind of push too hard on marketing or advertising only very recently we've actually started to market it um so it, it was a slow growth as well um but it was great because it allowed us to learn from our mistakes and and you know and try and try and improve on it so once we did end up getting to you know uh you know uh, bigger classes we kind of knew what we were doing or mm. knew more than we did before anyway yeah so yeah yeah and and what's the what 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 do you see as the benefits of like you know taking your kids to jiu-jitsu as opposed to football or anything like that you know what 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 is unique about this martial art sure. that, that kids are, are, are getting benefit from okay so uh, first of all i think it's important that kids do what they enjoy doing like uh, we try and make it as fun as possible for the kids to uh, you know uh, so they will actually want to turn up again um the benefits of uh of jiu-jitsu may not necessarily be exclusive to jiu-jitsu mm. um but for me personally i feel like that jiu-jitsu kind of allows kids to understand uh, what it feels like to be in close proximity with one another so having that connection with one another which they they tend not to have in a lot of other activities like even um <clears throat> even other martial arts i mean you tend to find uh without mocking any other martial art but uh you know uh there isn't uh you know there isn't that kind of kind of close connection in like a lot of striking arts uh, they're not actually allowed to hit each other kids anyway uh, you know in a lot of my, uh, so so a lot of it's kata it's a lot of it's just movement and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff whereas in jiu-jitsu we actually get them to spar with one another every single class that they come to 
Um, so it allows them to actually understand what it feels like when somebody's actually getting into their comfort mm-hmm. zone. Yeah. 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 And so. what, 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 um, what sort of learning process goes on there? From what have you seen in your kids and the other kids as well? Is there, is there like a natural learning process? Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it helps to build, you know, build build up their confidence massively. Um, you know, on a number of occasions, um, you know, we've had parents coming in and saying, "Look, we've, you know, we don't know what to do with our child. You know, they're, they're really shy and they won't, you know, they won't open up and you know to other kids and you know they're finding it hard to make friends and whatnot and you know coming you know coming to jiu-jitsu has helped them to you know to, to kind of open up a bit more so yeah, yeah it definitely helped so Absolutely. they're overcoming those barriers really yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can see I, can, I mean i don't have children but i can see how that works 100 percent. yeah because you're you're forced like say forced that close proximity and and kind of it's, it's very different to yeah. um anything that i've experienced before in terms of physical contact mm-hmm. and and how humans interact um because we you know the social norms are very different and, and you're breaking down so many different barriers and I think there's, yeah. there's a lot of value in that. Definitely. I don't think that's exclusive to jiu-jitsu. I think that is like most grappling arts would have that same same thing for mm-hmm. freestyle wrestling, you know, or any other form of wrestling and, or judo as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that there's something that would, you know, benefit all kids if yeah. you know, if we can try, try and get them in and, yeah. you know, enjoy things like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talked about... Um, children well all people but children that are sort of shy and, and and finding it hard to interact yes is there an also at the other end of the spectrum 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah uh, dealing with loss you know um we you know we try and like there's there seems to be like a big problem with um defining winners and losers in society nowadays for kids um we we try and make sure that every kids under uh, every every child that trains with us understands the significance of losing and winning so it helps to kind of like you know get them to understand you know the the difference between the two and and the fact that it's acceptable to be able to you know sometimes win and sometimes lose yeah so that's yeah yeah. so that's yeah that's that's amazing because that's it kind of counter to, to some of the stuff that's going on there you know like eighth place yeah. medal and that yeah. sort of thing absolutely <laughs> everybody's a winner yeah. and that kind of mentality yeah. which you know I'm, I'm sure has its place but uh, I think I, I definitely think it's important that they know that there is a definition between the two yeah. and, and the fact that you know if you if you do want to win you've got to work hard to win you know not everybody gets an opportunity to win <laughs> Well, you that's know, it, yeah. yeah, and that's that's a lesson yeah. that that you know you can't understate really, you can't overstate yeah. because, yeah, you know, hard work and, and and the right mentality and the right ethos will will see you good, and that's an incredible lesson for kids for kids to learn, Definitely, uh, especially yeah. in an environment I think where they're a physical environment where it's kind of visceral as well. I think yeah. that's that's really important because I think you know they learn stuff at school and elsewhere at home and stuff. But um, some of those environments maybe can be a little bit sterile. Um, but in 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 the jujitsu environment, everything's so physical, so visceral. You're yeah. kind of in each other's faces. It's it's contact. Yeah, um, it's hard to avoid. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. hard to avoid it. Yeah, and I think um, that you know that those those lessons are um, really interesting for adults as well in terms of kind of overcoming your fears, but also overcoming kind of your ego as well, mm-hmm. um, especially kind of a, a boy um, coming into that environment like myself and, and, you know, thinking that one thing, but then, you know, being sort of um, educated yeah. by, by someone that's physically very different to you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's not necessarily about, you know, those it's not it's it's the almost the opposite to kind of playground yeah. um sort of rules really, yeah totally it? like um there's a there's a saying in jiu-jitsu and i completely disagree with it and i think the way that you explained it was much better actually but they say you leave your ego at the door i think it's hard for uh for us to leave our ego at the door but we need to learn how to control it and and, and understand it better mm-hmm. uh, and know that you know that, that we do have an ego mm-hmm. but we can you know we can we can actually um help to to kind of harness it through you know training and you know losing and winning <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 no I, absolutely and, and that's yeah. yeah it's about it's about learning isn't it it's really yeah. about learning and, and raising your own awareness yeah, and i think that's yeah. that's the kind of that's the valuable understated benefits of of specifically this but yeah. there's lots of ways but yeah and and, and you know other physical activities have the benefits as well but i think sure. jiu-jitsu is, is, is like i said it's very it's very kind of um very 
uh, obvious sure. um, yeah. and that those learning uh, that learning takes place no matter who you are no matter what level you're at and it's kind of um, it's an awesome environment to, to sort of go through that process because it, uh, apart from everyone having to do that kind of that sort of self-awareness self-learning process um, and getting over their own ego um, it's it's a very safe environment to do that in because um, it's certainly the environment you've created where everyone's really supportive and you know there's there's a a real multitude of of skills and experience and there's there's not a situation where um, the more advanced away from the, the newer and, and the, you know it's not it's, it's not like that no. in fact it's, you encourage everyone to mix it up and, 100% and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah cool um, right m- moving forward then so well, so you, you're now um, you're now a black belt sure. um, yeah. and you compete a huge amount from, from what I can see um, and are hugely successful so what has um, what has what, what's turned the corner and what 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 pushed you through? I mean, you're, you're, you're an incredibly humble guy and I'm trying to pull these answers out of you, uh, which is, which is lovely. But, um, so your success and, and your kind of your commitment to compete and, and commitment to excellence, um, what was, what, what was the the turning point or what, what was the development, um, to that and what keeps you going in in that vein? So, so as I, uh, as I explained uh, earlier, so like the motivation was, um, at the time when I was a purple belt and, and I wanted to, um, so sorry, um, I'm explaining purple belt. Most people don't know what that means. So, so I'm kind of like halfway through my development. Purple belt is when you've really started to kind of understand the jujitsu and start to, uh, start to flow with it a lot better and uh, and uh, it's kind of like they, they say that like the uh, like the purple belt is the beginning of the advanced belts mm-hmm. so so at that time uh, that was when I really started picking up uh, competition um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to try and like 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 I already explained, I want to try and motivate my students, but at the same time, I wanted to be able to prove to myself and other people, my peers, that I was actually uh, I was eligible for my next belt. So once I got my brown belt, I wanted to make sure that um, uh, that 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 like there was no there was no if or but about whether I was a black belt or not. I was I achieved my black belt through my you know through my performance. So that was when I really started picking up competition and I started to kind of like get some success. Um, so my first competition at Brown Belt, I competed at the Europeans and um, uh, even though I wanted the gold, I, I didn't win my gold, but I took a silver, which I was really happy with. I was one of the first uh, kind of like uh, one of the first people within my uh, like my local group within like the local area to have, to have achieved that. And, I, and it felt felt amazing. And I liked the success mm. and I wanted to keep doing that. It was almost like the hunger to kind of like, you know, keep, keep achieving, you know, keep achieving, keep, keep, you know, keep winning the medals. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I just kept on kind of like plugging away, going to competitions, um, sometimes winning, sometimes losing. And the thing is, is it's sometimes easy to just look at my achievements and say, oh, you're successful, but I failed many, many times in the process as well. Um, and uh, you know, picking yourself back up again and going out there and you know and, and and winning that next medal and then maybe losing another two or three competitions and then going on to winning another one. Uh, and slowly, slowly, I just became more and more addicted to it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I wanted to keep going it, with it. Yeah. yeah, just got the taste for it and just kept going with it. And uh, uh, and yeah, and and as I started to compete more, we started to attract more and more students who wanted to compete as well, and uh, who who or who had moved to the area that wanted you know that wanted to keep competing. And you know, uh, we started to build a you know a team around us, and uh, and uh, you know, and slowly, slowly, we've you know we've started to you know create. Uh, a really strong team of you know competitors yeah yeah in our gym so, cool so yeah yeah and what advice um very loaded question from my perspective what yeah. what advice would you give someone that's, that's new to the sport and yeah. and wouldn't necessarily think about competing and yeah not necessarily you know they're not doing it for that reason sure per se 100%. But, but um when when you know there are lots of white belt competitions now yeah, totally. um, what 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 advice what, what would you say to someone like that who someone like myself um, yeah. who is didn't really get into it to compete sure. but is now seeing these competitions and thinking well I, I don't know if if I'm one ready and two if it, if I'm going to get much out of it yeah well f- first of all whatever you do you've got to enjoy doing it um you know without a shadow of a doubt but then sometimes you've got to put yourself outside your comfort zone as well um i see i see competition as um 
I, I feel like it's a necessity. I think everybody needs to compete at least once, at least once, mm-hmm. just to experience to see what it's like. You know, um, uh, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu isn't just about uh, competition. You know, there's so many other aspects of it. But I think uh, I think competing is an important part of development and, and you know, and overcoming uh, those, you know, those fears. Mm. So, so, yeah. Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> you know, fail, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Fail, I, th- yeah. I think that's so, yeah, I think yeah. that's, and just to touch on what you said previously, is, yeah. is, is so important. Um, and it's so important for people to understand that, that failure is part of the process. Totally. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that will make it easier for people to actually go out there and try it out as well if they understand that, you know, that it's it's a very plausible thing and it probably will happen to you, you know, <laughs> not just once but many, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. in all aspects. I yeah, think you totally. more, the more you do in life, the more, more you're setting yourself up, to, setting yourself up to fail yeah. and the more you can overcome kind of dealing with those failures the quicker you'll you'll grow and you'll you'll move forward really i think yeah um, uh, if you're shying away from that you're you're only sort of letting yourself down really aren't you exactly um you're you're living within your comfort zone yeah which is what we we always say isn't it there's no growth there sure um absolutely awesome um i'm enjoying learning so much about jujitsu and being able to pick your brain so i guess one of the benefits of having a podcast um so yeah, taking taking the um, the sport of jiu-jitsu and, and kind of your your way of doing things and your thoughts, what's the um, what, what do you think the synergies are with um, wider health and movement benefits of, of kind of what what's what's good and and, and healthy? Mm. Okay, so uh, so you know jiu-jitsu um, is a ground-based grappling art. Um, you know, it's it's quite low impact. Um, we, you know, obviously sparring, there are risks, there are risks of getting injured, but, um, uh, but like one thing I love about training jujitsu is, is you get to train your whole body. You literally are moving your whole body. Um, and another benefit to, to training jujitsu and, and sparring in particular is the, the fact that, um, uh, you have, uh, somebody, somebody's body weight that's constantly moving on top of you or underneath you, uh, you don't know what to expect. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, the workout that you get and the movements that you do in, in, uh, in training jiu-jitsu, uh, I feel like is kind of incomparable to, you know, to anything that you could do at the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, it's li- like I say, it's literally a constant moving weight that you're, you have to shift and pull and push or you're pushing away or, you know, you're trying to, you know you're trying to wrestle with essentially so uh so i think you know there's lots of you know benefits is that is that what you were looking yeah, for no, yeah no absolutely yeah, yeah and yeah. i just wanted your take on it really yeah. um because I, I, i've got my own view which sure, is sure. which is 100 percent aligned to what you yeah. just said i yeah. think you know and if you break it down even further sure. you know that the the sort of it, it combines you need you need you need a, a, a really um strong base strong foundation in sure. in, in all the different aspects of 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 kind of fitness and health and movement i yeah. i believe so you you know you you can't you can't be too tight through your hips and yeah. and you do loads of kind of um hip openers and, yes. and that sort of thing and, yeah. and you know we know we carry so much stress around in our hips so just for me personally just training jujitsu has opened my eyes to um how inflexible i am and sure. areas that i need to work on in terms yeah. of um my hip flexibility and, and yeah. those sort of movements as well and nice. i think um exactly what you're saying about uh, it's it's lots of different things happening at the same time lots mm-hmm. of challenges lots of kind of uh, mild stresses for your body which we know are good yeah. um and you're having to cope with lots of different planes of movement as well it's very um, reactive as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. and yeah. and yeah, and uh, um, and that coupled with yeah, like so you using your brain. Yes. So you, you know, there's such a direct connection with what what's going on. You can't you can't afford to um, where you might um, you know that classic example of going down to the gym and 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 having like a, maybe a hit workout or something like that. Mm. Um, it might be only you're only moving in one plane. Sure. Um, on a repetitive movement in one plane, mm-hmm. and you're not really um, focusing on that movement mm. because you're just trying to get a sweat on trying to get a workout it's it's completely different to that yeah. um and i think because of that there are huge huge benefits yeah um you've got all the all all the planes of movement happening mm-hmm. um, different sides of the body mm-hmm. are, are working at different um different intensities yeah. and and 
and you need you need a, a real kind of well-rounded physical movement Definitely. ability to do well at it and, yeah. and it kind of it, you know all the sort of shoulder movements and, yeah. and that sort of thing and that it's phenomenal from that perspective yeah. Yeah. and I don't think um, I, don't, I don't think there's another thing certainly not anything I've done where you have to do as much kind of thinking Thinking, staying in the moment and also um, requires flexibility and strength in 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 equal kind of definitely definitely and and obviously we'll we'll all you know we're all different and we all have different you know kind of like you you know uh, attributes so some are stronger like you say some are more flexible some can think quicker you know um, uh, so so you've got you know it's almost kind of like finding that balance between those different ones and also understanding what what the uh, what qualities you have and how you can use that in your favour as well um, you know so just using pure strength alone athleticism alone is mm-hmm. not enough you know you need to be able to mix that with an element of flexibility an element of um, you know, kind of like understanding the technique using your head, like mm-hmm. you say, like that human chess, essentially. Mm. Um, uh, and the same thing goes for, every, you know, the other aspect. You can't just be flexible and no technique because if you don't have uh, that strength, then you're, you know, you're going to lose on that side of the game, you know. So it is literally just a balance of those, you know, yeah. those different aspects. And that's, that's what I think's uh, uh, lovely about it, really, yeah. Um, is, yes, yeah, it just pulls all those components in together. And, totally. and, and I think... I don't know what your view is. I think that's that's part of the reason that it, it it's it's so popular now as sure. well. I mean, do do you have a view on on the the kind of explosion in the jujitsu space and and how that's happening, why it's happening? What's your view on that? Yeah, definitely. I I just feel like that um, that everybody can connect with it in some shape or form. You know, um, <clears throat> there's I mean, there's two different aspects to uh, training jujitsu as well. You've got the you've got the gi and the no gi, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and like you tend to find that a lot of people who are quite physical, quite athletic, tend to gravitate more towards the no gi element of it. But I think they could still benefit from training in the gi. The gi, uh, the gi allows you to think more. It's more controlling. There's more. Uh, there's more grips. There's more. Uh, there's more techniques involved. Um, uh, so, um, so I definitely feel like that. There's something that everybody could benefit like everybody has an attribute that they could actually uh like use jiu-jitsu uh, as a as a way of being able to uh develop some kind of uh skill yeah mm. so yeah so not not only are they going to build areas uh, focus on their weaknesses and build those weaknesses sure. up but also they there's something they can tap into yes to actually uh, improve their performance and 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 help them definitely definitely. that's interesting that is interesting yeah cool um so the the wider now i i I get the feeling from from speaking to you and knowing you now and and that you know you're um very very focused on um the jiu-jitsu space and and everything in that in that sphere which is awesome Mm -hmm. but um do you have uh, a view of what's going on in, in in kind of the wider health and fitness space and is there anything that you see um outside of of your sphere of influence mm-hmm. that kind of uh, annoys you pisses you off and and and, and you think well that, that that's different and i'm glad i'm not part of that um honestly no not really i think uh, i think there's you know there's definitely you know I think everybody's got their own goals. Everybody, uh, you know, have their own has their own views on these kind of things. And I think it's important to be able to accept everybody's ways of doing things. Um, uh, not necessarily agreeing with everything, but uh, but definitely, you know, saying, well, look, if that's what you feel like is the right thing to do, then you know, maybe for you that is the right thing to do. Um, uh, I uh, I try not to get myself overly involved in the wider thing because i'm so fixated about jiu-jitsu so unfortunately you know uh i i don't really have you know too much of a say about like you know that kind of thing yeah i I think credit to you (laughs) so i've yeah credit to you for 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 being that way yeah and 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 it's it's great to hear actually um because you know i've put myself on a stage now on a platform to kind of polarize views around some 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 um aspects to health and fitness that i yeah. don't really get on with and, yeah. and and some things that i've been exposed to as well and yeah. and, and and it kind of it, it's it's very muddied waters yeah um and i i think uh, you know credit to you for having that view and, and kind of keeping your 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 own entity 
and 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 staying staying singly focused on that. I think, yeah. yeah, credit to you for that. Um, yeah, cool. So, um, what um, what for someone who doesn't um, doesn't really understand jujitsu or, or has seen bits of it and doesn't really think it's for them. Um, is there a, a kind of a process or a belief shift that has to happen for someone to come into a gym and start start to engage with um, with that sport? So I said, it's it's kind of like a marmite kind of thing, really. Um, okay. Like I, I've very rarely seen people who have uh, who've kind of like outward, out, outwardly dismissed jujitsu and actually come back into it and embraced it. I, I, you tend to find that people who like training jujitsu tend to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And the people who who don't enjoy it tend to kind of move away from it and find something else. Yeah. Um, um, like the people, the uh, like very very early on, you can kind of like you can actually see the people who 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 do actually thoroughly enjoy it, and the people who you know that can actually kind of like kind of like carry on training long term. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because the, the reason I asked, I asked that question yeah. is um, because I I think there was a time in my life when I don't think I would have been suited to it. I, had, I think, you, had you tried it at the time? Uh, no, I did, did, did some um, much more sort of stand-up strikey type stuff, sure. which was a bit more, the way I would describe it, sort yeah. of in my 20s, was a bit more, you know, focused in the ego mind. Right. And I think, um, I'm not sure I would have got on with something like jiu-jitsu. Sure. That, that, you know, from my own journey, there, there was a level of maturity required to go into an environment where I am a new complete beginner um, and learn from the bottom up and not really have a clue what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, you know, I might have had a physical background, a successful background in, for me, rugby um, and then the military and, you know, other aspects of of sports. Um, So, you know, to, to have, I guess, you know, there, there has to be, there, there's been a level of, of kind of evolution mm-hmm. to now step in, uh, step into that kind of learning mind, that white belt mind. Uh, and before I always wanted to be good at things as opposed right. to kind of just, um, I didn't, I, yeah, and that's why, yeah, and that's yeah. why I kind of asked the question is because yeah. I, I think, I, you know, I didn't have the, perhaps, you know, I had quite a poor mindset around, yeah. well, I, I just want to be good at things. Yeah, and, you know, I want yeah. to do things that I'm good at. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now I'm, I've kind of massively turned that corner and actually right. I'm, I, I seek out things that I'm, I, I'm intentionally seek out things that I'm not good at and, and want to be that kind of that beginner and, and kind of learn from a position of, shit, I don't really understand. I don't know what I'm doing. I know yeah. it's a weakness. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's the one exception to the rule. There may be that, you know, that there are people who maybe like later on mature and they develop and they start to realise that, yeah. you know, maybe it's okay to not be good at something. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's important to, you know, to start from a place where you're totally, like, useless at something mm. in order to improve and get better at it so you know yeah i think uh, from yeah i, I mean I, I'm, t- I'm speaking for personal experience yeah. i think um that you, you, you've got to have the right mind right frame of mind to be able to do that sure. uh, but it's invaluable if you can put yourself in that position to do that i mean i think there's very few people like that as well though you know, <laughs> they are few and far between yeah, yeah, for sure, I, yeah. I, I i mean yeah I, I don't know but i think uh, I, I think in a way you're probably right because we we all tend to gravitate to things we're good at, yeah. um, and I, I see that a lot in in um, I see that a lot in sport and, and fitness as well. Um, and you know, a lot of the guys that I coach, mm. they'll have done they'll have only focused on things that they that they that they were strength they had strength in previously, yeah. and and that's potentially causes. Um, problems causes imbalances within the body causes them to carry tension carry stress and all that sort of stuff and um it, it, they're less rounded from from a health perspective mm-hmm. um that said and i, and I haven't really thought it through with with jiu-jitsu mm. fully but that said jiu-jitsu like we said is, is a very rounded um sport and has lots of different components in it and I, I think that sort of strength and flexibility balance is really lovely Definitely. um so yeah perhaps um it's it's relatively unique in that perspective sure. um and being able to combine all those factors which i think again probably is as what led, led it to be be so popular yeah yeah for sure sure. um okay what's um what's kind of what's next for for you um in terms of the sport in terms of what you're trying to create with with the gym so um so at the moment we've just moved into our new premises um we're um 
so uh, we we were we were next door um, to our our new gym for for about seven years. Uh, so we've expanded. We've got more space now. Um, we're trying to develop the programs. We're trying to build up the student base. Uh, I uh, for me personally, uh, I, I want to try and create some champions. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. You know, I'd love to create some like European champions and some world champions one day. Um, but you know, to be honest, the the wider goal is to just get more people in and more people training and more people enjoying physical activity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not for everybody, uh, but it has something to offer every, to, to everybody. So mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just a case of getting more people through the door, more people experiencing it, uh, and hopefully for those those who enjoy doing it or want to carry on pursuing it, then you know, it's a case of just keeping the doors open for them and getting them to train. Basically. So, so yeah. growing your business and kind of yeah. making it more accessible for for your population or, or, or a wider population, really. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's, that's quite a noble um, viewpoint to have. Yeah. And um, personally, what what you're kind of what you're trying to what you're moving towards in terms of are you just going to keep competing at the same level or do you want to take it to the next level or? Um, so I'm getting old <laughs> I was actually quite old when I first started competing anyway so uh, you know I, I love it I don't think I'd ever stop doing it um, uh, The you know I think it's finding that balance between the two as well because it's very very hard to be a competitor and, and an instructor at the same time as well and I think uh, as I'm starting to get a little bit older, my body's you know slowing down. It's not. It's definitely not slowed down. Yeah. But it's. I feel like it's sl- starting to slow down slowly. You know, I want to keep active as active as I can. I want to be able to compete, but I also want to be able to uh, offer um, as much as I can to uh, to the to the next generation. You know, the the, the new breed, yeah. as it were. And you know, I'd love to help to develop the kids program more as well, build that, and also get them out competing more as well. Mm. So it's something that we weren't really focused focusing too much to start with um but it's kind of like the the kids kind of competition teams kind of grown naturally as well and and now we've actually got um their own competition class that we have every thursday and we have like 30 30 plus kids coming into the competition class alone uh, and they're out competing different places this weekend we've got a young lady marley who's out competing over at the british open uh, and uh, we've got so many parents who are really supportive, and you know, and are, and are supporting the kids through all that the, the, you know their com- competitive endeavours as well. So, uh, so it's just a case of just being there for them, and you know, and helping them, but still keeping myself active at the same time. But slightly different balance. Whereas before, I was pushing myself a little bit mm-hmm. more. I feel like I've kind of like I've uh, not. I don't feel like I've achieved everything I could have achieved, but I feel like I've I've done enough to satisfy my own. Mm-hmm. kind of like you know demands and now i want to try and kind of like tip the balance a little bit tip the scales a little bit and try and offer a little bit more to to the students yeah so um you just raised the question in my mind around yeah. age um, yeah. for the sport then. yeah so is there kind of like a do you think there's an upper age limit to com- competition or there's definitely not an upper age limit to competition um like the the great thing about um jiu-jitsu is is because it's um because it's so popular now uh, you have um, you have different age divisions uh, all the way up to, uh, to 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 like masters six, which is like sixty plus, mm-hmm. and we have people competing at every different age level. Like even at our gym, we we have a we have a guy who's been training with us for like eight years, eight nine years now, uh, and he's he's in his late fifties, and he's he's competed like at least like two or three times in the last like couple of years. Awesome. So, you know, all the way from like four year olds, three, four year olds, <laughs> uh, we try not to get the younger kids to compete too much. We want to try and make it fun for them and make sure that yeah. they're enjoying what they're doing. But then once they get to juniors, which is like seven, eight, mm-hmm. then we have the competition classes for them and the options there if they want to want to do so. so awesome. Yeah. Um, the question that I ask all my guests yeah. um, on the podcast is, is what is health? Um, so right. uh, Yusuf, what is health? Health, uh, health for me is uh, to uh, to be able to carry on doing what you're doing le- as late on as your in your life as possible. Um, if you can keep active uh, into your you, you know in, well into your old age, then uh, then that is my idea of health. Yeah, yeah for sure, it's a good answer. Yeah. I think we've we've had lots of different answers to that question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I think you know that that longevity um, and and trying to stay um, trying to stay healthy as you get older is is a, is a challenge, and 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 it's one I'm sort of taking head on as well because I think people, 
you know i've seen it i've seen it even even in my own parents really the kind of the 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 it's, it's more the mindset than anything else of oh i'm getting old therefore i should be slowing down it's almost accepting it isn't yeah, it yeah it, it, yeah it is yeah. and and, and I, I i i sort of I want to challenge that and, yeah. and say no. I think I, you know, and, and again, going back to the to the guys that, that I coach, you know, in, usually in their forties, fifties, and and they're kind of like, oh well, I've probably got, I should have a few aches and pains, and I'm like, no, no, don't start out with that mindset. Yes. Um, start yeah. out with the mindset of I, I want to be in the best shape of my life now. How do I fix it? Yeah. How yeah. do I fix it? How yeah. do I get into the best shape of my life now? Yes. Not yeah. not um, when I was twenty, I used to play a bit of football, a bit of rugby, and yeah. I was in good shape then. Yeah. Chances are you probably weren't. As, yes. You know, your, your mind's probably playing tricks on you. Yes. Um, you're probably drinking too much yeah. and probably, you, you know, you weren't as, as, as fit and as nimble as you thought you were. Yeah. And w- why is that a reflection of where you are now? Yeah. And why are you stopping um, trying to be the best version of yourself today? Yeah, definitely. And, and you often mistake the fact that because you're younger, you can recover quicker. So you think you're fitter as well. But yeah. that's generally, yeah, generally a mistake that a lot of people make. Um, but uh, but yeah, totally. And, and also mobility, you know, I'm starting to understand now how important it is for me to be able to uh, not only, uh, you know, train hard, but also help my body recover as well. It's like, you know, your body's, you know, when your car's uh due for a service you take it for a service you know your body needs to be serviced constantly as well and you know i've started to recognize how important it is for me to do that started doing yoga which i never thought i'd end up doing and you know uh you know trying to make sure that my body is uh you know as uh well ordered as possible i think yeah yeah, i i I think you've got an advantage because i think you know jujitsu you know you have to have that flexibility that movement and that you've got some incredible patterns that that are part of the foundations of the sport that everyone does sure daily you know warm-up drills yeah all that stuff is is incredible and and it's stuff that you don't see people doing on their own down the gym sort of thing this is the thing you often forget it because you you see it you know you're doing on a daily basis and it's so ingrained into you that you you expect that that oh that's just the normal thing to do but no i mean like you say i mean most people kind of just go down the gym lift yeah. weights and that's it there's yeah. no there's no warm-up there's no stretch down or anything like that so, yeah, yeah. And, and you know and that's you know i'm always harking on people aren't people aren't daily focusing on opening their hips yeah. you know basic stuff like that yeah, yeah we sit down all day and yeah. we've got that closed hip um same with the shoulders same with the back sure. you know and it's all stuff that is actually part of part of the, what we do every day in jiu-jitsu as totally. a warm-up process but the same thing uh, goes for jiu-jitsu as well we, we need to you need to understand how to counter that movement as well because everything in jiu-jitsu is very closed in you're in a ball mm. so we still need to stretch off and open ourselves out afterwards open up the shoulders open up the back yeah so uh, there's i definitely feel like we could add to that as well and and yeah. you know and definitely add extra kind of like mobility movements and stretches you know even mm. even in jiu-jitsu yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah. awesome um right cool i probably could sit here for another two three hours and, and quiz you on on all things jiu-jitsu and you kind of your philosophy and ethos which is which is great um i've i've done my best to kind of pry out um all, all your kind of um uh, gold nuggets and and for the audience and and um you know try and sort of um build build a, 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 an idea a picture of who you are um and i just want to acknowledge you for for the awesome work that you do and the incredible environment that you've set up down there and you know like i said at the start when i was stepped in there i just thought wow what a special place and and you know there is no egos there it is very much a, a family community um whether you've been there for, for it's your first session or whether you've been there for 10 years do you know what i mean and everyone's super super friendly and so i just want to acknowledge you for that and and also the competition stuff that we haven't really talked about too much but um your huge successes in that arena and, and um yeah so thank you very much and i will continue to, to train uh, more and more i hope as i get more and more time to get down there and, and good maybe to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> maybe see me on a competition stage at one point but thanks I'm, for having I'm, me on Nick. i'm really not sure um uh yusuf where, where can people find out about you about the gym about what you're up to okay so uh where we've got two gyms one in brighton and one in hove uh, you can find us on uh, on the website uh, uh, elementsmartialarts.co.uk or if you just Google Elements Martial Arts, you'll find all the information yeah. about us. And uh, please drop in, come try out a free class. You know, you don't know until you try. So uh, come and come and say hi to us and uh, try out a class on me. And it is, yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just a really friendly environment. If you've never tried jujitsu and you've heard some of the hype or some of the buzz, then you know, couldn't encourage you. In, 
enough to, to go and give it give it a go because it is very unique it's very different to anything i've ever done before um and i've tried lots of different sports yeah. in my time um so absolutely and your instagram handle instagram handle is <laughs> i can't remember actually is it bjj brighton i think maybe yeah I think so. Can I have a quick look? Yeah, have a look. Like, have a look. Quick look actually. That's a good point, actually. But no, um, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe we can do another another rerun. All right. What, what, what is it? I th- uh, it's, the phone's actually turned off. But um, <laughs> if, you, uh, if, you, if you search for Elements uh, Martial Arts Brighton, you'll find us. <laughs> Doesn't even know his handle. <laughs> no worries. Thank you very much. Take care, buddy. Cheers, Nick. Thanks, mate. There you have it, uh, the incredible Yusuf Nabi. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. And um, I think that, you know, guys, I just don't know how you feel and I'd love to get your feedback on that episode because um, I just think that the sport of jiu-jitsu is, is, certainly strikes me as really unique, um, you know, aspects of mindfulness and, and sort of um, psychology, uh, which you don't find in, in, a, in a lot of more sort of mainstream sports. And, and um, I think that could be, one reason why it's, we've seen this sort of meteoric explosion in the industry um, and, and the sort of, you know, the, the mainstreaming of, of this jiu-jitsu um, thing that's happening in the world and we're seeing sort of people, you know, Kelly Slater and, and lots of Ashton Kitcher as well getting involved and doing that sort of stuff and, you know, guys like me sort of in their 40s now coming in and, and, and giving it a go and, and getting a lot, a lot of value out of that in, in lots of different ways. So it's uh, it's really interesting and, and i can i can i can definitely an advocate of of giving it giving it a try and, and trying something um that that is very unique um and will for sure get you out of your comfort zone um getting you get you failing um which is a, a for sure a positive positive thing in this environment um and and getting you you know developing which i guess is what we're here for right we're here for development um and growth and, and that's how we um get the most out of life so i really hope you you enjoyed the episode as always guys please interact with me um i i i desperately seek your feedback and i kind of want to know what you guys are up to and how you're finding things and anyone you want me to interview uh, any any kind of questions you you've got for me as well um they are coming in but i'm always curious for more i'm always curious as to what's going on in the head of my audience so please interact and engage with me um and if you could actually share it with someone tell them about it then uh then uh, we'll grow our audience organically and we'll get the right sort of people listening and, and, and getting value added to their life. Thank you very much and I shall see you on the next episode.